Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where we believe in intelligently spoken conversations. So yeah, so, you know, and like I, like I, I will admit, like I said, uh, some, one of uh, I can talk, <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. Welcome to another episode of User Words mm-hmm. Podcast. I have here Mr. Aaron Johnson. Aaron, hi. Are you actually going to speak in this one? Probably not. Why not? Not that much. I'm scared. What are you scared of? I'm always scared on these topics. What's the topic I'm not for today? Smart. Supreme Court justice. Yep, exactly. Well, yeah. not Supreme Court justice necessarily, oh. just her, but the implications uh, of everything going on with this whole. Supreme Court justice being nominated and verified and uh, whatever. Not, not ratified. I wanted to say ratified, but the <laughs> word is not ratified. Confirmed. That's the word I was looking for. Confirmed and sworn in. And of course, since it's politics we're talking about, someone just couldn't resist. He just couldn't resist coming to talk about why he has said his personal icon, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, has passed away. We, of course, we have Josh Brewer here with us. <laughs> I, I don't. I I just don't understand, guys. I just. What do you What do you not understand? What do you not? I think get? she was. I think. I think there's a hoax behind it. <laughs> I think the Republican Party uh, took her. Took her, uh, just so they could put somebody in. And I think they used Aaron as. <laughs> Okay, that would be a smart idea because I don't know diddly squat of what I'm doing. So exactly. So as soon as you get questioned, <laughs> you you can't lie. Yeah, uh, that was a horrible attempt at humor. Um, again, yeah. Uh, uh, did we ever order him that humor book? By the way, no, you didn't actually. I'm right, still I'm waiting on. for it. Yeah, I, I think I think we need to get him and Sheldon Cooper in a room together and create a formula of how to be humorous and tell a joke. But anyways, <laughs> we have Mr. Josh Brewer once again. He has decided to grace us with his presence, and then. Of course, as soon as we, you know, have him on for two episodes, he then again decides to break our hearts, squash them, and leave once more and go, no, goodbye, suckers. Yeah. And so this will be kind of a little experiment this upcoming month to see how our download numbers go. If, like, they kind of stagnate the first half of the month, we know why. And then if they (laughs) skyrocket up, we know why. (laughs) Please tell me. Please tell me. (laughs) Well, I did tell you how this past month has gone without you on. What about the month before that? Uh, I mean, we were trending decently, but like we've done almost double. Yeah, almost double, not quite mm. double. With the month, the first month of you not being on the air. I know. I think. Uh, I think. Think the truth is, Aaron is the uh, the reason. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we're actually hearing his voice for once. And what are you talking about? That'd be a good thing. No, but what, he, what is he talking about? He, it, Josh is the one that was always quiet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was the busy one here. Yeah, you are, well, I was always trying to buy stuff. something. I get scared of politics because I don't pay why, attention to Why do you get him. scared of politics? Because I don't pay attention to him that much. You're not the only person. Yeah. This is true. So that's why I'm a good example of what not to be. <laughs> Boom. No comment. <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say where do i start with that sentence oh my gosh <laughs> okay so regardless of where you want to start or end with that phrase um th- when this is being released we are a week out from the presidential election so from the time of recording this yeah well, well no when released when this is released we'll be over a week oh wait like a week out from before 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no. thinking before. We're a week out. Right. You know, it's happened already. We're a week out past it. It has happened. Either you are listening to this now, and no one has been decided as present because they're still counting absentee ballots. Ballots, not ballots. Ballots. Or there's mass writing in the street because one candidate won and the other lost. Hmm. Or if this is found in the future... Be known, 1031-2020 was one of the last days of the world before yeah. the apocalypse happened. <laughs> when hell before literally came on Earth due to protest. But new era of civil war. Actually, probably don't even call it civil war. I wonder how many people actually even knew there was a civil war that happened in this country. Wait, what? Oh, there's a lot of people saying civil war two is coming if Trump wins. So yeah, a lot of... Hey, we're not at that point, though. We're not at the volatile point. We're not at a point. Really, where we're not at that volatile point. No, let's look so. at all the businesses being rioted, uh, looted in that. Let's look over in Pennsylvania where there's a Walmart that people broke into from the roof, breaking the water pipes, causing the store to be flooded. What? <laughs> I did that's, not see that's that. That's rough. Yeah. So, I did hear that. Well, I've heard that one way or another, no matter who gets elected, it's going to be wild afterwards. Yeah. That's but a, I have heard that also if Trump gets reelected, it's probably going to be pretty rough. Yeah. Well, and that's why I said, you know, right now when you're listening to this, it's either they haven't declared a winner yet or there is rioting going on. And um, I will be sitting in my home with a shotgun, pistol, and my dog. I better start shopping I soon. would actually be more afraid of your dog than your weapons. No. My, huh? dog, my dog would go, oh, hi. <laughs> and like, she True. is a horrible guard dog. The only, Unless, the only way she will defend me is if she thinks my life is in danger. Then yeah. she will give her life for mine. But she, once she gets excited, she might headbutt some dudes in the nuts. And that might do you some good. <laughs> I mean, she has done that. She has done that to the obedience trainer. Yes. <laughs> I mean... I, and you I, got I, that I, going for you. I, I, I can't help it when she does that. I mean, it just it happens. React just that, instant. That poor trainer. <laughs> we sorry about that. We just had a little break here, and um, Aaron is flabbergasted. I'm about to say next now. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, before the election happened, though, and this is for the historians out there who are finding this and on our and unearthing this archive before the you know the mass genocide of nuclear fallout you know and we're living in the land that doesn't remember history at all um because obviously 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 electing or not electing confirming acb amy coney barrett to the supreme court has brought about the end of all life as we know it at least if you believe some people and as you listen to it and it, it, it it's been interesting to watch these past few weeks as how contentious it has been with the whole idea of the fact that we had an opening in the Supreme Court. And I am not in any way advocating for the celebration of Ruth Gator Bins. R- that's a hard, Gator, that's a hard name Ginsburg, to say. Ginsburg. I cannot say her name. RGBs. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not in any way advocating for the um, you going out and go, yeah, RGB died. I'm not yeah. advocating for any of that. Ginsburg. Yeah. I, yeah, whatever. Um, Ruth. Yes. RGB. RBG. Or RBG. Bader Ginsburg. That's why I cannot get her. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader there Ginsburg. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying go out and be... <laughs> that was my fault. Um, I'm not saying go out and be like, oh, yay, she, she's dead. 
Ding dong, the Wicked Witch, Wicked Witch. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. Okay. <laughs> so I don't want that to be misconstrued at all. Um, because some people might might be going, "Well, you're ready to be a celebrity. You're you're glad that our no, 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 no." And she had the opportunity to retire way before Trump was president because she was getting up there in age. Let's yeah, not. she's eighty-seven. Yeah, she was. I commend her working to the day that she died. Not many people can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I especially I, it's and it's also not a job that you sit there and you look down. It's you are literally looking at the law that has been written by this country over a hundred years ago, and you are trying to have it apply in the most fair and corrective way possible to these weird cases that we have today. So it's not an easy job either. So for her to be eighty-seven and doing it that long. Yeah, that's a lot run. of work. And especially like this last year of her life and that where she was dealing with cancer and all that. So, you know, all respect to people who are in those positions to do that. And, you know, while she was alive, there was respect for her. I, I had no ill will towards her. Yeah, I may not have agreed with some of her rulings, but that doesn't mean I have to be like, I hate you or dislike you. It's, uh, yeah, cool. I, I'm just not a fan of you. That's okay. You're not a fan of me, and I'm not a fan of Josh all the time. I'm not a fan of Aaron all the time, especially when he does stupid trolls. <laughs> Guess what I'm gonna buy? Yeah, he's already bought. Yeah, when when I put put that gif in the in the chat of me like closing the computer lid, I actually did mute the chat and walked away for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I am not dealing with I am not dealing with this trolling right now. I just I literally shut the computer and phone off and walked away. I figured I was like I think I was like I think I broke Paul. It wasn't broke. It was no, more just like if you were if have you ever seen The Simpsons? Oh yeah. You know what Homer does to Bart, where he strangles him and Bart's yeah. like flailing and yeah, that's what yes. I wanted to do right yeah. then. <laughs> So what I'm referring to is Aaron, this past week, decided to go, hey, guess what I'm going to buy? And then proceeded <laughs> to uh, make this story up about he was buying this crazy nice expensive motorcycle. motorcycle. It could have been the wor- See, okay, it was only $40,000 compared to the other one that was $100,000. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I just want to re- reiterate the number. He, he did just say he was looking at buying a motorcycle that is valued at. $40,000. At just $40,000. At just $40,000, she does have the option to buy something more. But let me bring you up to spec. You can buy an F-150 or a half-loaded oh Ford Explorer, and even the flip side in Chevy and, you know, General Motors. I mean, you can you can buy the equivalent of that, too. You can buy something that can haul your family of six around in luxury all across the United States in any weather but he's considering buying a motorcycle for that same value that he can only ride out of two seasons in Wisconsin. We have two seasons, construction and winter. So he can only, only ride it in one season, right? But in the rest of the world, too, realistically. Um, what? what are you going to say? Oh, I'm waiting. Oh, no. And oh my God. he's limited to what? This thing probably gets oh, maybe 10 miles to the gallon. No, it does, it does not. 20? No, it's, I mean, when I Fine. had my Duke, it Nine. did like 30. Thirty? It, it could be thirty. It got up to thirty. I okay. Think. We're we're going off on a tangent about yeah. motorcycles, but I'll add this. Did you just admit you're having quadruplets? You said family six. Oh. No, just... <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, now we know it's in Josh's future. Yeah. Forward to it. Because <laughs> we know Johnson has no hope of a family anytime soon. See. 
careful what you say. Leaving that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, as soon as I said that, I was like, uh, it's going to be quiet. And I watched him. And I'm just trying to hold it. And I'm like, quadruplets. <laughs> but regardless, okay, you know, my, yeah. my, my ruling on this is irrelevant. I need a gavel, a hammer, you know, a gavel. To just go. Bah! Yeah, and be like. I'll like, make you one. I'll dress up as RBG for Halloween. It's t- yeah, yeah. Today's do Halloween. Yeah, when we're recording. Um. So, anyways, before the election, we had the wonderfulness, and when I say wonderfulness, the very divisiveness of confirming the Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. So let me ask you this. I'm going Aaron. I'll ask you this, but you might have a very hodgepodgey weird answer, and that's fine because it's you, and you're not always following politics so i'm not going to fault you for that oh gosh should they have confirmed acb to the supreme court while we were in the middle of an election see i i don't know should they have done it yeah and the reason i'm asking you first is because i want the short answer first and then i want the long answer from brewer literally it's gonna be nothing i granted i don't get what would i guess what would be the bad thing about doing that during an election granted i know the Democrats don't like her. Okay. As far as, well, as, as far as, <clears throat> uh, from the short things that I saw and heard, it sounds like the Democrats just don't like her. And it's, so it would be, I don't know, favoring the Republican side for whatever her views are. And I thought I had heard about the Dems making like weird comments about like there being consequences for this happening. But I don't get, I mean, I don't understand any of why I mean, you got to have somebody in the office, right? Or in the in that position. So they were right? so the the big the crux of the argument from the Democrats was that they should wait until after the next president was selected so they for, could select who and whether that be Trump or Biden after the election, you know, presidential election, yeah. for then the as they put it the will of the people to be done, choose to choose the the person. In other words, they're kind of banking on Biden um, picking the, the, the someone that they like. Yeah, but now it can't be done because she's already been selected. Right. You know, the, 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 the assumption is that Trump would never win a second term, and then, you know. Then she would have, she would have never been in, had, yeah, had they not done it So, the, So that, that's kind of one of the crux of the argument. So I, with that as, with that I guess filling who, in your information. Yeah, who, who would they, I mean, so since Ruth passed away. Yeah. Who would they have in her place until the time being? No one. But shouldn't you say I mean how many I, pe- how many people are on the Supreme Court? Oh dude, I don't freaking know. Oh you would not pass a citizenship test. No, I would not. <laughs> Brewer, how many people are on the Supreme Court? That's it? What's that number? Nine. Good job. Wow. For those of you wondering why I'm going, what's it? <laughs> it's because Brewer held up his hand with a number. Hoping Aaron would speak it. <laughs> and, Aaron, and Aaron goes, that's it? I'm like, like, what's the number? So how many people, Aaron, are on the Supreme Court? Nine. Okay. So <laughs> if Ruth is dead, yeah. which she is, that leaves yeah. how many on the Supreme Court? <gasps> Eight. Yes. Good <laughs> job. Too simple math. Believe it or not, I have somewhat of an education. Not a good one. So there is kind of the thought as well that potentially could potentially happen, and I agree could potentially happen mm-hmm. that this election, and again this is being released after the fact, so it might have already been up to the Supreme Court, but 
there was a fear before ABC, A A C B. I I said ABC. Oh, ABC. Um, there was a fear that A B A C B. I would keep on saying ABC. There's a fear that A C B A C B. Or excuse me. There's a fear before A C B was confirmed that the election could potentially go up to Supreme Court. Oh, you know, due to um voter disenfranchisement due to various laws and challenges of a vote because they're saying right now that up to they're thinking about one million mail-in votes will be disqualified from being counted in the election wow they're saying one to two percent of all mail-in votes will be disqualified due to damage to the ballot or they can't read it or scan it or you know there's something else wrong you know they misspelled something out so they're saying one to two percent. So all so they're saying this might be challenged in court, and if it's challenged in court, it's going to find itself its way to the Supreme Court quickly. And so the big fear was if Trump gets a choice on who to put in, that they would just go Trump. Yeah. Now where that remains to be seen or not, don't know. I don't know if ACB as as um I wouldn't say discipline, but. As honest as yeah. everyone says, but see, and that's yeah, that uh, the sad thing is like you almost you you want to be able to trust people, but it's like at the same time you but the same time, you don't know what happens behind the scenes of all this stuff either. As we kind of talked is, about in the yeah. last week, you don't know what happens with Biden and Trump behind the scenes. Yeah, so it's so okay. Yeah, so so yes, no, should they have filled the position still? <sighs> What's your ruling? If you were the supreme judge of this land, and oh, they came to gosh. you and said. Judge Aaron, should we fill this empty seat while in the middle of an election? Mm. That's because you can't. Uh, part of me would want to say yes if you could have well voted in by the people, but then judges are never voted in I, by the people. No, so it's like uh, it's a hard one to say. Because yeah, uh, mm, don't know. You don't know. I, I can't. Okay. I feel like I lean. More towards yes. Okay. But Let me ask you this. Do they have the legal authority to do so during an election? I would think so. I mean, they did it, but I guess, right? Yeah. Wouldn't I'm they? asking you. I would think so. Just might be unfortunate for, I guess, whoever else, for whatever reason. I mean, I guess going back to the whole, the voting aspect of stuff like that, that could be a damn, put a damper on things, but that's why you hope that you can have honest people working in there <sighs> okay i would i would say yes but uh okay no so that being said josh josh you boy what are your thoughts on this whole acb abc one three three two one um how i see it is an election year shouldn't determine anything you know i mean whoever is currently presiding over the country they go until next year when they hand it off to the next president that's their presidential term mm-hmm this is during their presidential term. If it is in something that has been given to them to make a decision on, that is during their presidential term. There is no pause in between it. You know, he's not going to stop. The president, whoever it is, is not going to stop running the country yeah. just for an election time frame. He still has to run the country and try to get himself reelected <clears throat> again. So, to me, should it be... If it's against their right as president to do so, that's a different story. I don't know if it is. I don't think it is. Because like Aaron said, 
they did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the only the only reason why we're even talking about this right now is because it's election season and the Democrats want to make the the GOP look bad. They want to find a reason to stab them. They want to find a reason to get people squirming and going, oh, that's not right. That's the only reason we're talking about this. Do you even remember? So what was it? Uh, he's appointed three justices. In Trump's presidency, he's appointed three justices. Do you even remember who the first one was? That, because it didn't matter. It wasn't an election season, okay? It was over. Mm-hmm. Everybody was focusing on this whole Russian intrusion thing. The second one they put in, they tried to, uh, this justice was getting framed. Why? Because now Trump started having some traction in this country. And Aaron, now, do you remember who the second pre- nominee was? Mm-mm. You don't? He apparently raped the girl back in college. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I can't, I, I don't know the name now, but I, I do, I do remember that. I don't know the name. Starts now. with a K. Oh, I thought you were looking at Ends gosh. with no. Kavanaugh. There you Good go. job. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, what I find interesting is the whole thing. I remember being at work and they were, they had it on the screen and a coworker comes up. Who, who, who is a Christian goes, man, he's guilty. I looked over at him. I said, on what basis? Look at all the evidence they got against them. What evidence? As of right now, it's all hearsay, and it's not adding up. Hmm. And yet you're, you're, you're claiming that he's done something wrong? You know, I was just surprised that he responded like that. And he's a very outspoken Christian. And I just looked at him, and he's like, yeah, man, he's guilty. He's, he's going to prison. I'm like, what? You don't even have the, all the facts. You're making an assumption based off the fact that somebody is crying rape anyways hmm. um i don't see there being an issue now obviously for the democratic party here's the thing guys no matter who was in office both parties were going to do this well obama tried doing it okay and the constant thing that uh has always been out there is that the democrats are going to do what pack the court if they can't pack it what are they going to do they're going to expand it they're going to try to reform it and now that's what they're talking you, you, about you, again you, you do realize pack the court and expand the court is the same thing well, you hear the two different terms. Some I know. People, it you, might not I be. know. I know because so recently, they have tried to reform and redefine what "pack the court" means. Biden and AOC, they have tried to redefine "pack the court" as put in your pick. They said by confirming ACB, that was packing the court. Packing the court, as it's been traditionally defined is essentially so right now we have nine justices right right now it is to be fair with acb on it majority republicans or uh conservatives hold the the majority uh of the judges that they appointed yes i'm not gonna say the judges themselves are necessarily conservative but no. of the judges that they appointed you if you go that way conservative liberal it's a conservative majority when they say they want to pack the court what they want to do is they want to appoint more justices to the supreme court so that they can have majority. that party whichever one's packing the court has the advantage in the supreme court exactly and that's 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 yes yeah so, so I, either, I just want to i just want to bring that up that when you say expand and pack they technically can mean the same thing when i have had I people that. talk about packing the court and their in their phrase is just having democratic majority so that's why i was two together yeah um but yes no and it's ironically enough they sit there and go, oh, no, we're not going to do it. And then as soon as ACB shows up, 
It's, oh no, we gotta do something. Because for the longest time, Biden had no, nothing to say about the court. He had, he wouldn't tell anybody about his plans or anything or, and and now it's coming out and now we know what they want to do. It, and, it was kind of like the Obamacare bill. You gotta, you gotta elect Joe Biden as president first to see what his positions are. Yeah. No, I, I, I see no issue with it. I, it's, you see no issues if, with, if you, if you with listen, the, uh, putting ACB in. Yeah, I see no okay. issue with it. If you if you listen to the last episode, you know, is these parties are more about themselves than they are about the people. We just have to ride along and figure out what party's gonna help us the most. It's not about what party's gonna help us. It's what are gonna what party's gonna end up making decisions that's gonna benefit us as the people based on our morals and our living conditions and stuff like that. But I mean, if anybody sits there and goes Republican majority or Democratic majority, it's only seen like that based on who appointed them. Because there have been conservative uh, uh, presidents that have appointed more Democratic-leading um, um, Supreme Court justices. It's, it's, mm-hmm. That's how it's been. And obviously, that's not going to be something you're going to be told as the people, because they don't want you to know that. They just want you to be emotional and all rattled up about this right now so you can vote for them. Because they want you to think that the other party is doing something wrong. And it, it would... The thing that frustrates me the most about politics is that's what politicians do, and they get away with it. They sit there and they get away with this this cheap playing, this this corrupt ideology that they think they can manipulate us. And I hate to say it, they can manipulate us pretty darn well. Because a lot of us, we don't do our due diligence and really try to find out the truth before we make a decision. Johnson, are you listening? I think he's Whoa. talking about you. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm, no. I'm, not, I'm not just like, no. I'm just saying. You know, I know, but go on. For somebody who sits there and and you know has an opinion on, um, for example, I like the Second Amendment. I carry. I have guns in my home. If somebody sits there and says, "Oh no, no Americans should have guns," but I sit there and go, "Why?" and they go, "I don't know," but you just shouldn't. They're dangerous. You need to have you need to have a better understanding of what you're going to be behind, and what you're you're touting for, what you're you know honking your horn for. I mean, it's wrong of us to sit there and. Vote blindly is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. We vote on something that's emotional or something that we just go with the flow with, and we don't actually know what we're voting for. Um, but no, I have I have no issue. I mean, the Democrats would have done it. The Libertarian, if they ever managed to become actually controlling the country, or you mean relevant politically? Yes, yes. Um, they're just so minute due to the whole power money grab and stuff. But, um. Any any anybody who's there is going to pick somebody for the likely chance of a similar mindset. That's just how it is. I mean, how can you sit there and pick somebody that you don't even agree with? That has been done in the past, but it's been rare. I think the last time it was done, it was done by um, Nixon. Is Nixon the last one? To sorry, to what? To to nominate a non-party member? I'm not sure. I'd have to, if you guys are at home in front of a computer, you should look that up. Yeah, I, I, I don't, can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't remember the last. But in the last 20 years, for the most part, it's been party-based appointing. And that's the other thing, too, we got to look at, too. These justices aren't there for political bias. And in my personal opinion, they should not be allowed to make any of their voting public or any of their alignment public. Because they are solely in that position for one thing. To mm-hmm. determine and to enact the law, you know. So if they are publicly speaking 
their alliance to anybody. It's one thing to get appointed by somebody. But if they sit there and go, I voted for this president this year. I voted for that president this year. I voted for this candidate. At that point, to me, they are allowing their... Because everybody's biased. Everybody's got something they align to. But we just do. That's just how we are. We have something. We catch on to it. And we go with it. Okay? Um, But if they're sitting there publicly touting it, they're looking for that attention. They're looking for that applause. And to me, that shouldn't be allowed. Should they be allowed to vote? Absolutely. But being able to publicly declare their vote, publicly declare where they have more of an alignment to, I don't think it should be allowed. And that's obviously not how the opposing party right now that is trying to run for presidency is painting it. They're painting it like they're either Republican or they're Democratic. They're not neutral. Right. And, and, and that's could, wrong. And you could tell that they were trying to paint that in the questioning, because I don't know if you watched any of the the confirmation hearing for ACB. I did I did so I watched some of that because I just had playing while I was at work, you know, because I work from home now. And essentially, I'll be working from home, apparently, as long as I'm with this company for the rest of my life. Oh, my goodness. I will never be stepping foot in the office, apparently. <laughs> but so I just had it playing at home and listening to it. And you could hear through the questions, they were trying to get her to make commitments one way or another politically. And she kept coming back and saying, this is not how a real judge does this. I am not going to make a stand and a statement on something that is not a case before me. And because it's not a case before her, she's like, I won't make a judgment call on where that's right which, or that's which wrong. Which is how they should view it. And there were people, mostly Democrats, I'm sure there were a few Republicans that got kind of butthurt over that, where they were upset that she wouldn't commit one way or the other. Like, they were asking her all sorts of stuff, like, would you overturn Roe versus Wade and all these are judgments and all that? And she's like, it's precedent. I'm not making a judgment on a case. I'm not saying. Either way. Yeah, I mean... And when it comes to the Supreme Court, we shouldn't be looking at where their political alliances. Like, what was it? They were questioning her, her religion, and if that was going to impact. Man, if that's the case, then Hillary and Joe Biden shouldn't even be on stage for anything because they both deem themselves as Catholics. So if they're going to sit there and tout her religion yeah. over the fact of her being able to choose, it's like that's part of our makeup. That's part of how we. She can't solely let that decide her decisions but that will be a thing that will sit there in the back and help influence how she might process something because quite honestly if we weren't allowed to bring any of our whatever you call it to a position like that we would be stone cold i don't even know what to call it we'd have no emotion yeah we have no experiences so because okay so acb you know she has seven children you know, she, five of them, are, I think five of them are her own and two are adopted, I think, but two of them are black, of her children are black. It was interesting to me to watch the vile hatred come out from people, not, not the politicians, okay? The politicians were trying to play it as, I guess you could say, cool to the chat, you know, cool and close to the chest as possible, but there was a Boston University professor. I don't know if you caught what they called her. They said that because she ad- adopted two black children... She was a white colonizer. Gosh. Yeah. So he was a, he, this person, Boston University professor, CBS News contributor. He suggested the Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett, was a white colonizer for adopting black children. Here is his quote. 
Some white colonizers adopted black children. They civilized these savage children in the superior ways of white people while using them as props in their lifelong pictures of denial while cutting the biological parents of the children out of the picture of humanity. Now, I will add, because obviously I cannot do this over audio, the words adopted, civilized, savage, and superior are in quotes. So I'm just adding that in because of the, I think... So this I think professor I th- just called black people savage. How does he still have a job? That's why I said these words were in quotes. So these civilized, in quotes, these savage, in quotes, children in the superior, in quote, ways of white people. He, he What he's getting at is he's getting at that there's this belief that is rooted in racism, that because she's adopting black people, she's seeing black people as less than human, and she's civilizing them by adopting them and teaching them her white ways. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Which is just racist all on its own. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, going back then to a different time, Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if that is something people did, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't a smooth process, nor was it a pleasant process, because yeah. if you have already had a racist thought on a person to bring in, I, it, it, that also doesn't make any sense. It's like, we know how people are. We know how people are emotionally. How can they fully comprehend and teach? All right, let's, 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 putting it in this context. If you are, let's say, Aaron. Okay, he is of the trying to think here. No, I can't do that. More of the same. Oh, no, I can't do that one either. I'm trying to find a way to differentiate us. I mean, you're white. I can't say you're both um, white. What are you talking about? He has a glorious red beard. You have a glorious. He's a red beard man and red beard men are savage creatures. Okay, but I need to raise him. That's the most sensitive savage creature I have ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait. But, but I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, try to try to picture this in a sense. Like, find the one person you hate. Okay, I guess I, I don't know. Here for people, <laughs> nice. for people who don't like the current presidential candidates, take them, the person you don't like, and adopt one of their kids, and try to teach their kids everything opposite of what their parents have taught them. Like, that's probably the closest we could come to it. You find something you despise so much, and you have to like. Not, not like you have to reconstruct its culture. That's not, that's not something normal you would do. No, it's not normal, but I, I, I can imagine at the time of when slavery was a real big problem in the U.S., that that was something that was done all the time. Where it I, was, I, I can see that. I can see yeah. that because you, yeah, there were. And that's really what that call is getting to is that because she's adopting these two black children, essentially she's racist because she's trying to change their culture and colonize these children. There's nothing wrong. I will say this. There is nothing wrong with culture change. No, there isn't. There isn't. And to imply that because of how much melanin in your skin you need to be saved or changed in any way is just wrong. I would like to also ask this professor, too. How do you know these kids had parents? They're from Haiti. Their parents could have been killed. Yeah. Because what happens in Haiti a lot. What has happened. But you got to remember, these people are doing it just for political points. They're doing it to try because they're on a news channel. They're trying to say stuff. They're trying to get their opinion and point across. That's what they're going to do. And what's the other thing that they did uh, to ACB while she was undergoing a nomination and confirmation? They found a picture of her. You know, obviously she was wearing a mask at the time, but in a red dress. So what did they compare her to immediately? Um, Handmaid's Tale. Do either of you know what Handmaid's Tale is? No. No, I was okay. thinking of something else. Handmaid's Tale. 
It's a it's a it's a novel dystopian uh, series set in the future, where all so in this series, the ultra right religious have come in power, and women are, are basically only good for breeding. Like oh. they're like they have to wear red, and they can't like look up. They don't have freedoms, and they have. And so, because she wore a red dress, they're like, get ready for Handmaid's Tale! Because their dresses were red in the Handmaid's Tale. And so, there were actually people who protested her being confirmed by standing in Handmaid's Tales outside, you know, outfits outside the Supreme oh. Court. Oh! I mean, we got some wacky why people. Why do people make, like, issues out of the dumbest things? Well, because they think assume? fiction is real. For real, though. Huh? Because they think fiction is somehow real. There might be some allegories. Like, you look at 1984, you, and you see that book, and you see some of the things happening. Well, you see the concept of the party's truth is the only truth. Words are redefined every minute. You see those things, and you're like, yes, that is happening. But we're not seeing, we're, as soon as we confirm ACB, it's not like, oh, great, we, 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 we've just sentenced every woman to be pregnant 24-7, 365. We didn't do that. A, that'd be horrible. We would have a, po- a population boom faster than we could produce food. B, we'd have more you, kids to produce how, food for, or produce food with. We wouldn't need horses to pull plows. We'd just get a team of kids. Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah. I would love to see the United States take that big of a backspin with the whole feminist movement. I'd love to see that happen. It wouldn't happen. No, That's it, the thing. No, it wouldn't happen. And if it started going down that right that, that road, honestly at that point I'd be like, "Hold on. We're going <laughs> That's wrong. People are not property. People are not property because of their gender and people are not property because of the melanin in their skin." Well, if you're a Kamala on. Harris, you are. Kamala Harris, yeah, because if you're a felon or you're in jail, then you are her slave to do her bidding. Regardless of your gender and regardless of your skin. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking hey, about, take a look at it, guys. She's equal opportunity in slaver. Ah. Makes so much sense though. <laughs> but regardless of the fact. <laughs> uh so yeah, so that happened as well with her, with ACB. So she's been called a white colonizer. She has been called uh a handmade tale bringer of things. And it's just crazy because you look at the actual statistics of um, Supreme Court justices who have been nominated during election years, and we haven't had any craziness happen, have we? No. How many justices have been nominated in Supreme Court years? Hang on, hang on. Josh hang on. is counting on his hands. 17? No. Higher or low? Higher. 19? Higher. Really? Wait, 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 wait. I got this. I got this. 21. 25. Higher. What? I'm way off. 29 times a vacancy occurred on the high court in an election year. Uh, from what time span? From the founding of the country to oh, now. Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking back that far. Yeah. yeah. What, what, Nine, wrong? 19 of those 29 times, the president, so Republican, Democrat, whatever, that nominated the, you know, a, a justice also was of the same party that controlled the Senate. Of those 19 times... 17 times the nomination was confirmed. Yeah, so the president doesn't even choose. The president nominates. Yes. And the Senate confirms. Yes. Okay. Most of those 19 occurred before election day. 10 of them did. Nine of them occurred after election day, while they're still serving out the rest of their term during you their see, lame duck session. See, see where this is just all a political act, people? It's 
There's no reason. They just do this to get you stirred up. Okay. So of those 10 that happened before uh, election day, nine were confirmed. Okay. Now, how many, how many presidents running for re-election? Oh, let me phrase that. When was the last president that was running for re-election nominate a Supreme Court justice? Let me ask that one first. This is going back. So Trump situation. So Trump situation where they're running for re-election and they nominate. When was was the last one? Bush? No. How far back do I got to go? 1940. President Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, FDR. Outside of him, only three other presidents have been in this situation. And they have all successful. So all four other presidents who have been made picks while they're campaigning were successful in getting their nomination uh, confirmed and elected. You know, confirmed through the process. Okay. So I said there were 29 times, right, total, uh, that this happened. 19 of them were, you know, same party. So we had, obviously, 10 times were different parties, right? Mm-hmm. Of those 10 times, how many of those 10 were confirmed? Seven. Aaron? My number. I know. That's why I picked it. Gotta be faster. You going with seven still, or are you going with a different number? I'll do six. Two. Why don't you just do seven? Oh my gosh. Two. Wait. Two? Two. I was closer. Two were confirmed for opposing party. Is that because the Senate matched that opposing party? Well, so if a Republican president is nominating a Democratic justice, were the two times that that happened? They're not even talking about the justices. They're just talking about the president and the Senate. President's Republican, Senate's Democrat. Or- wait, wait. So what do, you, what do you mean by opposing? Are you, you're talking about the Senate being opposing. To the president. Ah. Yeah. So realistically, if the Senate is in line with the party of the president. It gets, a, it get it got not confirmed 17 of 19 times. If they're opposing each other, two of 10. Mm. Who's the most recent example where that happened to? Obama. Yes, exactly. They tried to fill um, Scalia's position and the Republicans in the Senate said, mm, no, no. Uh, so, wow, the last justice that passed away, I almost did this for 33 years. How many presidents made lame duck picks after the election? Lame duck. You know what lame duck means, right? Lame duck means that they have already served out the max of their terms. They cannot be elected again. Or let's say Trump loses, you know, the election. Yeah. Lame duck would be between when the election was called and when Biden would be sworn in. That'd be lame duck. Essentially, he's not going to be able to continue. He, he's, he's done for. He has no real bite. How many lame duck presidents made picks after the election? Five. Aaron? Three. Six. If you go with my answer, you can either be, you can either be right <laughs> or you can be wrong. So, so you do it with me. You don't have So, you know, you have all these people going, we should wait until the election. It was... Ruth's dying wish that we wait for the new president, which, by the way, I would love to see the dying wish clause in the Constitution, but there is none, but regardless of fact. Um, but you had six presidents who were at the end of being able to serve out eight years or lost an election after election results were in, who then picked and more likely got approved and confirmed their nomination. Now, how many people in the Senate does it take to confirm a judiciary. That's a good question. You should know this one. Two thirds. Aaron? <laughs> should I just be different and do one third? Probably shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> one third would only be 33%. That wouldn't even be 50%. That wouldn't make sense. Usually you I need know. 50%. I know. <laughs> but I said two thirds vote does. Okay. 
So, historically, it was two-thirds. Historically. Uh This was changed to a three-fifths supermajority in 1975. In November 2013, the Democratic-controlled Senate eliminated the filibuster for executive branch nominees and judicial nominees, except for the Supreme Court, invoking what they call the, the nuclear option. In, in, and essentially, also what that means is they only need majority as well for everything except the Supreme Court at that point. However, in 2017, the Republican Senates then applied that same rule to Supreme Court, requiring only a majority. Five out of four. Now, that being said, so when ACB got elected, right? It was like 52 to 48 because, you know, and, and I think one Republican senator voted no. So originally it would have to be about 66 yeah. for that to happen. And yep. now it's even less. Yep. Just majority. Now, that being said, you know, this was a very divisive uh, elect, uh, confirmation. This was the first judge confirmed where no one from the opposing side voted yes. So it was, it was literally a no on this side, a yes on this side. Besides well, it was all Republicans, yes. All Democrats, no. And all Democrats, no, With and they were joined with one Republican, no. The reason she voted no, they say, is because she's in a very highly contested area where people didn't want ACB confirmed, and they knew they had the votes to get her confirmed so she could go ahead and vote no to look good to the people in her area. I don't like that. You lost. What do you mean I lost she, you? It, it, it's a game of optics. Yeah. The people in her area that she represents... Didn't want to see ACB confirmed. So she voted no no to look good for her people. But then why would that get let out if that's the reason she did it? Because that doesn't help you then. Because most people are like you. They don't pay attention. Yeah. They have enough daily things in their life that they would rather care about. Yeah. Yeah. Get a bunch of grown up. Old people act like kindergartners. Actually act worse than kindergartners. I mean... Think of how good of a reality TV show um, all you, this political stuff would be. You, you do realize. I mean, it the, is already. I say you do realize there's a channel called, called C-SPAN. Oh, wait, what? Oh, you sent, you sent, I thought, stuff about that, haven't you? Or sent something with that? Probably some links uh, from yeah. clips. But C-SPAN is, unless there's like a secret sensitive thing that's a, like a top secret being discussed, Yeah, it's essentially broadcasting live from inside the Senate and the House and all that. Yeah. What's been going on. So you can see in there. But right. it, obviously, if they're talking top secret, then they don't um, do have that on there, obviously. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. So, but this was the first what? justice nominated, just mm. one party. What wow. Their top secret stuff Which is scary, actually. Yeah. Because you think about it this way if, if the Democrats took back control, go for it. Let's go. Wow. I went away. If the Democrats took back control and then they want to do the same thing and, you know, a, a, a seat came available, they could easily do that. And here's the thing. At that point, because we use, I shouldn't say we, but because the Republicans use that option, they really wouldn't have a leg to stand on to complain about. Once you go nuclear, you open yourself up to having the nuke used against you. Oh, yeah. How many votes did Ruth get, RBG get, to be confirmed? I'm going to go out there and say probably about that two-thirds. Because that was back in, what, 93? Yeah, somewhere around there. So. Aaron? How many votes did she get? Yeah. Just say four-fifths. Dude, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> Just say four-fifths. I was going to say a little higher than. Four-fifths. Yeah. 
She got about 97 votes. 97%? No, 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 90. Well, yeah, there's a hundred senators. So 97, 97 out of a hundred. Wow. Wow. And that had to be at a time when we're, we're talking at that point, you know, she got essentially pretty much everyone from the Senate to, to, uh, approve her. What just happened? I didn't realize he took my donuts from right in front of me. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. <laughs> what are you doing? But no, I agree. That is uh, that is impressive to get ninety-seven. Yeah, you had three people vote against you. Yeah, and that's what you want to see. You want to see the fact that you get the majority of the people in the the the. the Senate, regardless of party affiliation, to vote for you and say, I think she does a good, you know, she or he or whatever, whoever's doing this is doing a good job. At the same time, too, I think I think the whole Democratic Party voting against, I think there is um, a bigger behind the scenes string polling this time around just because of Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. So, because, you know, it's like, what was it? I'm in a rain fart. What was it? The, uh, the president's speech or something like that? What about it? That's where everybody... Uh, stands up and sits down based on things they agree with. Oh, State of the Union? Yes, yes, yes. Last time I saw the State of the Union, there's like no reason for the Democrats to even stand up. They just sat there and did this the whole time. So, I mean, at that point, it's, I think it's what, just... What, what is this the whole time? Because that doesn't translate to audio. Mm. <laughs> twirling their thumbs. <laughs> twirling yeah, it's their just thumbs. sitting back, twirling their thumbs with a straight face. I'm like, I'm like, how's anyone listening to audio going to know what this is? <laughs> Imagine you're talking to a blind person right now. How they know what you're doing? Anyways, go on. Um, I mean, wow. I just, I'm pretty sure that going forward, there we're gonna have more whistleblowers come out, and we as the people gotta do something. I don't know what we're gonna do, but this is gonna become a very interesting situation going forward. Some restrictions and stuff, and some accountability doesn't get put in place. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean. I am, it's coming to a point where, oh, okay, so when, when Obama first went into office, right, I didn't pay much attention, okay? Yeah, and you were how old then? How old was it? It was 2008. I was a young one. <laughs> wow. Wow. Think. You okay, were, you were a born in 96, one. right? So in well, two, no, just take 12 years 12. away from now. I was 12. I was 12, you know? There you go. But at that point in time, my dad was like, all right, you know, it might make sense for you to start kind of listening in, because it's every four years before you know you're going to be voting. I was like, I don't know. I didn't watch that much. And then second time, you know, second election. Yeah, he's just yeah. being a 12-year-old boy. I mean, they're distracted. Boy. In 2012, um, second election came around. I was like, oh, okay, all right. You know, let me let me pay attention because, you know, a few years, I was going to be voting. And I have a feeling it's going to be a while because I'm going to keep learning something new every election, every single year. Each side decides to throw a spin out there. But do I think... Because if you ever talk to a historian who looks into the Civil War and the volatility of the country, politically speaking, during the Civil War, a lot of them will say it's nothing like today. So interesting. I was listening to an interview recently, uh-huh. and someone developed a political instability index. Developed? Yeah. A, a political instability index. And essentially, they developed this to help determine when a country is about to enter civil war. And I'll bring this up because you said civil war. At this point, we're about a couple points away from where they scored the U.S. pre-civil war. 
What? So I just found it interesting because you mentioned the war. But regardless, coming back to ACB and that, um, I found the swearing in interesting. Who did they choose to swear in ACB? Come on, Aaron. You know this one. I know you know this one, Josh. I know. Who is it? I want him to look up. Why do I have to look it up? I want you to say you're the person that doesn't know. It's Clarence Thomas. Who is Clarence Thomas? Clarence Thomas. Oh my God. <laughs> Josh has no idea who Clarence Thomas is. That's very well known. I, and here's what I found interesting. And I found it funny. And I heard this on Crowder and I about died laughing. So Clarence Thomas is an African-American justice on the Supreme Court. Oh, right. Duh. You have ACB, female. And uh, Crowder was like, yeah, just put some rouge on Clarence Thomas and say, I'm Clarissa now. And have hit her him swear in uh acb and you have the entire gamut of press right there on the republican side and i was just like wow (laughs) (laughs) i was just listening to that i was like what the heck did i just hear (laughs) as i'm sure everyone else is like what the heck (laughs) oh but because because you look at the left side the, the democratic side a lot of this stuff is identity politics you know, unfortunately. Look, did you see what happened to the Girl Scouts this week? What are Girl Scouts? No, but I think I briefly read something on them about their support. So they tweeted out a thing saying, congrats to ACB for being nominated or confirmed to the Supreme Court. Not nominated, confirmed to the Supreme Court. And then people attack them for how dare they be sexist and how dare they support ACB and causing the harm of women all over the world. And so they had to pull down the tweet. People got upset about the Girl Scouts celebrating a woman getting into the Supreme Court. I wouldn't say our country is a few points away from civil war. For a few I'd points say over? we're a few points away from idiot war, where our intelligence has gone that off the charts that we can't even comprehend anything. Like, what? That makes no sense. I know, I know. And plus, let's let's uh, I will say the one one challenge of a civil war in today is there's really no line. There's no like definite line unless each state were to declare oh a Republican, but then you're gonna have minor fracases going all over the place inside the state. But I don't know. anyways, but yeah. just... and see the thing is like that post that the Girl Scouts did. It wasn't just about ACB. It was about every female Supreme Court judge ever. And it was just saying, congratulations, ACB, you kind of joined like a, a lineage of strong women type thing. They had Ruth on there and other ones, I don't know. Because they talked about, she's become the fifth woman to be appointed to Supreme Court since 1789, they said. You know, since the Supreme Court was started. And they're like, oh, she's the fifth. Congratulations. And then people got upset and made, her, made them pull it down. <laughs> hmm. it, 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 and news places have copies of the tweet before of thing so here's someone a u.s house candidate from i can never say this place massachusetts massachusetts i'm gonna go biden on it here's his tweet to the girl scouts what kind of patch does one earn for uplifting a woman who is the antithesis of justice who said that ayana presley what position does she hold there no he or she i don't know i can't tell i i can't see the picture uh they're a candidate to the house i was just like <sighs> um and our person wrote i already felt uneasy as a trans person in this organization but now i really understand that the, that with this message that the girl scouts really do not support me or my trans lbgtq siblings that right there 
that right there is a perfect example of what the Democrats are trying to do. Think about it, okay? What it, in a Republican mindset doesn't traditionally support LGBT, right? So they're, they're trying well, to do... Yeah, traditionally, but let's, traditionally. Be, let's be honest. Trump was the first president coming in who, from the start, said, yes, an LGBT. Q-I-A-P, elemental P. Wait, what? Trump, from the very beginning, has always been a supporter of gay oh, and yeah. trans rights and all that. But even mm-hmm. even uh, Obama, when he first came in, was against it and evolved in quotes over time. Yeah. So, but but that's that's not how the Democratic Party wants you to think. They don't. The Democratic Party doesn't like people like us. Nor does the Republican Party, because we examine it from all angles. So what they want you to do, they want you to take the short, simple picture: Republican is against abortion. Republican is against LGBT and QICP, whatever. QICP. <laughs> And XYZ, you know, okay? they're against that. So why did the Democratic Party make a big deal about Amy? Because she was nominated Republicanly, Republican, nominated by a Republican. Okay, that's why. And they're using that. Think about it. Politics is a I'm going to say this. If I don't take it with every word I say, it is a beautifully <laughs> masterpiece of ideal manipulation. Everything they do in politics, Ever. there is a major chance that they plan to do it that way. Think about it. Wouldn't it why wouldn't why wouldn't it be planned? Yeah, it has to be planned. That's the only way they can serve the, secure the vote of the country. It's no longer about the people; it's about how to manipulate them to get your own advantage. But I mean, they don't have. Obviously, that wouldn't be just a political thing, though. What, Amy? I mean, no. Oh, I'm talking about like planning for stuff to work out in your in. In your advantage. Well, that's, I mean, that's technically almost everybody. That's yes, but. In anything. In the, in the context that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but so what they do is they sit there and they have you look at Republicans as bad because you don't support this. When there are Republicans out there that do support it, but a good portion of them don't. You know, that's just kind of the over the board kind of thing here. Right. So they want you to have that volatile attitude and then to sit there and go, oh, now we have a Republican candidate coming in. Okay, that Republican candidate has the chance of what? Flipping the abortion. Flipping LGBT. You know, it has a chance of flipping that. Okay, that's how they're trying to paint the picture. So they're already taking a negative image of the Republican Party and trying to attach it to an actual possibility. And then they're able to see that actually come out true by how they respond to something as simple as the Girl Scouts. And see, people are probably thinking he is being completely hyperbolic about this and aaron i see you have the same exact screen i have pulled up here oh really <laughs> yes nice because this is what someone tweeted to the girl scouts of american response yep. as well because i want to i want to bring to the point that you're not being hyperbolic and what you're trying to do and what you're saying they're trying to do she wrote girl scouts this tweet is really disappointing and won't age well when access to safe abortion and the health care needs of millions of women and girls is gutted in this country because of Barrett's addition to the court. After they deleted it, she then said, thank you for deleting the tweet. Be on our side, the side of girls who grow up to become women who fight for other women and girls, not the opposite. Praying hand, a uh, heart, praying hands, heart. I'm so happy that you found that. Oh, trust me, there's a lot more. Out oh, there I mean, that. just just in this this spiel. Just to show that yeah, you know, I'm not making this up as I go. Yep. And so Girl Scouts actually responded to all this fun. Yeah. They said, earlier today, we shared a post highlighting the five women who have been appointed to the Supreme Court. It was quickly viewed as political and partisan statement, which was not our intent, and we have removed the post. 
Girl Scouts of the USA is a non-political, non-partisan organization. We are neither red nor blue, but green, but Girl Scout green. We are here to lift up girls and women. And that's because they congratulated ACB. That post had nothing to do with um, any sort of side, red or blue. All it had to do was the fact that a woman had made it to a powerful position in government. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at this. No. Sorry. Oh, that's not- I 100% agree with you. But this made me... I Well... It wasn't that it was partisan. It's that it was a direct attack on women and LGBT people. I love GS Girl Scouts so much, and I want you to do better. GS has so much to offer. Don't throw it away. And that is in response to the tweet that said, congratulations, Amy Coney Barrett, on becoming the fifth woman appointed to the Supreme Court. It's a direct attack on women and LGBT people. When people, I think, I think when people, and some people just don't straight up care, they can leave this country. But the people that are getting, because there are hardworking people that, and, and this is what I say, I was, I was telling, you know, the enforcer this too. I said, you know, what's unfortunate is these people are running ransacked behind the scenes, controlling our country, pulling all these strings. And we're sitting here working our butts off every day, making sure that we have money coming in. And some of us are working so hard that when we have free time, we just want to be able to relax and find things that we enjoy. We don't have time to follow this political BS that goes on all the time. We don't have the brain capacity to understand this all. Quite honestly, if the American people, over 50% of the American people, could fully comprehend everything that was going on in this country, I'm pretty sure the White House would have a bunch of people out front which pitchforks and guns, torch, somebody's going to get their hands on a tank. You know, there is going Mm. to be some sort of, not going to say, no, there's going to be a a revolt. If we could fully comprehend the corruption and the manipulation and how deep it goes, we just don't have the time. We don't have the brain capacity because we're doing everything else. It's, 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 it's frustrating. And this is where I get frustrated with politics because they just trample over us. Like we aren't, we don't even have the ability to comprehend it. It's sickening. It's sad. And we are falling and we are all falling victim to it. And the people that we are allowed to be pissed off with and be upset with are the people that choose not to acknowledge that there's another situation. Like, for example, the people that bash the Girl Scouts for uh, appraising that another, a, a woman had made it into a high position once that was a man-only position has had woman in it they were praising the fact that a woman got in you know they weren't praising a fact on any of her beliefs any of her alignments for all they know she could actually be for lgbt for all they know she could actually for um uh, pro-choice you know well we don't know that and she's not going to tell us because she's doing her job she's not allowing any thoughts to predate the the case but see that's the thing is the people that sit there and do the assuming and uh, do the the closed decisioning, you know, they just sit there and like, I'm putting up a castle around my head and nobody can tell me differently. They're the people that we have to be mad with. We're so. literally nobody voted for, in the election. Well, good luck on that, considering about 60 million, not 60, 6 million, I think it was, not 60, 6 million votes have already been cast. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, what if literally nobody well, okay, if literally no one voted. I would imagine Trump would just keep it. No. No? Supreme Court. No. Oh. 
what happens in the case of electoral college tie? Oh, I don't remember this one. Um, Dude, I definitely don't. Know. Um, oh no, it goes to uh, the Senate or Congress. Which right? one is it? Congress goes to Congress and they vote. Is that your Nobody final answer? Voted. Yes, that's my final answer. Then what if none of them voted? They would have to. I know. And plus, who controls the, the Congress right now? I don't remember. Oh, this is this is that's an easy one. Who controls the Congress right now? Republicans. Nope. Democrats. So they have they have the Senate. Uh, Republicans have the Senate. Yeah. Democrats have Congress. Yeah. <laughs> they have the this House. This makes me think of Mars attacks. Now that has happened one time. Not that no, not that no one voted, but that it had to go to the House. Really? Wow. Don't ask me. I don't know. It was in. I know. It was a long time ago. Eighteen hundred. Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr. Wow. wow. One of the beginning. They both received the same number of electoral vote. Hilarious. Wow. Which is now why they have what? Wait. How many electoral votes do we have right now, Johnson? How many vote? How, how many electoral? The electoral votes college is made up yeah. of how many different votes? Oh, jeez! I'm not back in civics class now. <laughs> I don't want to go back. It's two hundred something. I'll give you that. Well, that's so how many you need to win. Yeah. Well, just just the fact Wait. that to avoid a tie, there is that's a, a huge number. It's an oh, odd I mean, number. Because mm-hmm. no, it's each, not an odd number. Each, each state has so many. What? There, oh, how many electoral college, uh, How many electoral votes are there total? Yeah, five hundred thirty-eight. Oh, you need two hundred seventy of the five hundred thirty-eight to win. Jeez. So now, in the case of Aaron Burr and Thomas Jefferson, how many times did the House get deadlocked? When I say deadlocked, that means they couldn't come to an agreement and they had to restart the voting process over again. How many times? Ten. Aaron. Three. Oh. 36. They got deadlocked 36 times and had to restart the process in the house over before they finally came up with the winner. We would have been close if we multiplied ours together. Yeah. So if that happens, where they get the same electoral votes. They just keep going and going and going. Until they pick a winner. Now, because it is hotly held by the Democrats right now, more likely they're going to go Biden. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, Trump's side and all that, they're going to go to Supreme Court and challenge stuff in court and that. So. It's got, If it ends up very close on Tuesday night, aka a week before now, it might still be going on when this episode airs. Wait, what? When this episode will air the Wednesday after elections. Uh-huh. Depending on how things go that Tuesday night, the process of declaring a winner may still be going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially the whole counting. Some states allowing... Uh, ballots up to six days after the election. That's why Trump's saying no. The third is the day. Wednesday is the I, day. I know, but some states, like Minnesota, are Minnesota. allowing up to six days. Now, Wisconsin can no longer do that. It was the Supreme Court said Wisconsin, no, you cannot do that. North Carolina, they can. And, and people are going, well, what's the difference between North Carolina and Wisconsin? It's because of how the laws of the state are written. Not they're not using a federal level law; they're using a local level. They're yeah, using a state level state law for law. that. Anyways, can we? Is it, there's a, I will say this: there's I don't know if you want to dive into it now, but there is a whole other topic that I think is far worse than the Amy comedy, and that is the fact that Hillary Clinton oh. <laughs> announced that she yeah. <laughs> is an elector and will be proudly voting for Joe Biden. What happens, Hillary, when your state by chance? Does not vote Joe as majority. What happens? Supreme Court, and then ACB will decide what they do. Because mm. that just that just cranks my gears. If you're an elector, you should not be telling people who you are. 
Anyways, that's a whole nother topic for another time. Yeah. All right. Josh, you got anything else on your mind about? No, no, I don't actually, no. What about the other one? What about you, Aaron? Any other? No. Words of wisdom? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'll say this. More than likely, right now, the U.S. is in a time of chaos. There's riots on the street. You're huddled in your house. Your gun on your lap. Your dog prepared and ready to attack any intruder that comes in. They brown, white, black, yellow, red, green, green blue, purple, coyote or not. <laughs> but this will pass as well. Oh yeah. This will be temporary. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to get crazier. And if not, if it lasts longer and it turns into this whole concept of life just goes crazy from here on out, then it goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And we learn. We've learned to deal with COVID. Ish. We've learned to deal with the riots as they are now. We've learned to deal with Aaron fluffing his beard. We've learned to deal with Josh and his rants. <laughs> You're welcome back. I we will, will say, learn to deal with everything else. I will say, you know, anything, if we want our country to last, we should take a look at the Republic of Venice. The what, what, what? The Republic of Venice. Of Venice. Oh. That government lasted 1,100 years. That's a pretty darn long time. How about next time we have you on, you will do a two-hour dis- dissertation on the Republic of whatever that was. Ven- Venice. Venice? All right. Two-hour dissertation with Josh. <laughs> There's something to look forward to to put you asleep at night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to be in for Civil War II yet. yet. I hope not. Yet. I mean, I'd like to. I, I don't know. But when that time comes, and it will come eventually. It will. Unfortunately. Either a civil war or us getting attacked. One of the two. It's more like going to be a civil war. What, is Canada going to attack us? Canada. Are there geese, their vanguard, coming in as a so pre-attack? Here, here. A civil war happens, and then China comes strolling through and goes, up. Oh, we'll take that. We'll take this. You owe us that. You're a slave to this now. And then I'll look at the China and go, the China man, Kamala? The China man can. Oh, <laughs>